Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. Another rough way to start the week. Another funeral. Another procession. Another burial of another Indiana police officer. This time, Marion County Deputy John Durham Hammer. And I, I got to tell you, it's, I mean, this is three Indiana law enforcement officers losing their life in the line of duty within as many weeks. And again, the grieving will continue. The prayers, the tears will continue. But there are also some questions. And we'll get to those questions here in just a moment. But for those who may have missed what was just a beautiful service at Gamebridge Fieldhouse earlier today, the most emotional moments, at least in my opinion, watching it are when his sons came up as a group. And this is John Durham Jr. talking about his dad. Family told me to, to write down a, a speech, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be my dad's son if I didn't just wing it. <laughs> if you knew him, he, he, he didn't know a stranger. Whether it was the first time he met you, it was like he knew him for 20 years. Every, all the stories I heard last night was he brought food in for everybody to work, brought in donuts. He was the life of the party. He, he, he was a good man. He, he, he lived life to the fullest. He treated everybody with respect, the inmates, to the people he worked with, to our family. He was, he was a great man. I love you, Dad. Thank you. Wow. Emotional, man. Yeah, you hear it in his rough. voice. Now, after John Jr. spoke, uh, another son, Corey, came up. And I think Corey, who is older than John Jr., realized, you know, a lot of people were sad. A lot of people were crying. His younger brother was having a hard time. So I think he wanted to lift up the mood of the room just a little bit. I get it. Everyone needs to cry, but uh, you, you can be happy. You can smile. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. And you know why? We have a beautiful man, Jesus Christ, that's sitting there with dad right now, smiling, laughing, dancing, you name it, they're doing it. Um, So it's okay. Smile. When you see me, smile. However you feel, whatever you're feeling right now, just whether it's a round of applause, whether you want to stand up and just thank God or anything. So... If we could, just please, let's give Dad a round of applause and just make any noise you want. It doesn't matter. One final standing ovation. I thought that was really cool. And what an amazing outlook Corey has on the passing of his father, Deputy Durham. That was very powerful. Here is Marion County Sheriff Kerry Forrestal. Let us be inspired by the heroism and commitment demonstrated by John. Let us channel our grief into a renewed determination to create safer neighborhoods and to continue to build bridges between communities and law enforcement. 
It was a solemn honor to posthumously award John with the Purple Heart and the Medal of Valor. But we can all honor the memory of Deputy John Durham by redoubling our efforts to create a society where law and order prevail, where respect for the rule of law is upheld, and where our brave men and women in uniform can serve without fear. Let us recommit ourselves to a future where our officers return home safely at the end of a shift, knowing their sacrifice is appreciated and their service is valued. One of the things I think we've learned as a community since this tragedy took place, uh, number one, how much this guy loved his family, always talked about his family, and how much he loved the Indiana Pacers and Reggie Miller. Mm. He used to work courtside uh, during the days where Reggie was still playing for the Pacers and developed some sort of relationship with Reggie. And recently, I think it was John Jr. was really excited. They got Reggie's jersey and game-worn shorts in like a big picture, and they were hanging that on the wall, framed it. That was there at the field house today, and so was a message from Reggie Miller. Oh, wow. Hello, everyone. I'm Reggie Miller. And like all of you, we mourn the loss of Deputy John Durham. This is an incredibly sad time. But know this, and I would love to speak to the family, especially the boys, John or Johnny Jr., Corey, Robert, Bryce. Your father was incredibly proud of each of you guys spoke of you highly. It's funny how fate is at times. Uh, The times your father and I crossed paths, um, all he could talk about was the joyful glee he had in his boys, in his family. Look around you at Gamebridge right now. This is how much your father was loved to have a service like this with all the people that cared and loved for him so much there in that field house. Yeah, that was a like, recorded message from Reggie. It sounded like uh, Deputy Durham was just universally loved, not only through his family, but his friends, his co-workers. Reggie Miller, you said you said he did security back in the day for the Pacers? Right. That's how he got to, got to know Reggie? Right. Okay. Wow. And was always a big Reggie fan, and there today, you know, by the casket on the stage next to the pictures of the family was that autographed, I'm sorry, the big framed Reggie Miller jersey and shorts uh, that the boys worked to put together. And unfortunately, we've heard way too many of these lately, but after the funeral ends and the procession makes its way to Crown Hill Cemetery, you have that emotional 1042 end of watch call, and this took place in front of the Community Justice Center. On July 10th, 2023, Marion County Sheriff Deputy John Durham answered his final call. While transporting a prisoner from a medical appointment, Deputy Durham was assaulted and killed. There is no greater love than a man that would lay down their life for another. Marion County Sheriff's Office, Deputy John Durham, Sheriff 333, is 1042. He has gone home for the final time. Man, that gives me chills every time I hear those. Just, I can't imagine what the family is going through, but unfortunately so many families around central Indiana, whether it's the Shanavaz family, whether it's the Bradway family, they know exactly what it's like. So, the questions now remain. You know, after today's tribute and tears and sadness, 
the real reality is there are some questions surrounding the death of this fallen hero. Yeah, I was gone last week when this happened. Can you briefly reset exactly what, what went down? So I mean, they, they mentioned it there in the 1042 call. Orlando bit, yeah. Mitchell. Now, if that name rings a bell to you, this was the scumbag that shot and murdered the woman in front of the daycare center. Yes. She should have never been out of jail to do that in the first place, right? He yeah. had beaten her while she was pregnant prior to that in front of a child. And then he broke his probationary violations, broke into the house wanting his kids back. This guy, for all of that activity, served one day in jail. That was before, of course, he shot his girlfriend to death in front of the daycare center. Correct. One day in jail, slapped with an ankle monitor, and then after shooting that same woman to death in front of children, he fled and turned a rifle on police. Had an officer not shot Orlando Mitchell, perhaps more people would have died. Now, unfortunately, and I mean that with all my heart, unfortunately, he didn't die. And he was taken to the hospital, and he was charged with murder. So he ends up having some medical situation, and Marion County Deputy John Durham is tasked with taking him to get the treatment that he needs. Something happens with the handcuffs where he gets a little bit loose. They start wrestling around, and he uses the handcuff chain to choke and kill Mm. Deputy Durham. And then he uncuffs his handcuffs, uses the vehicle as a battering ram, tries to make a run for it, crashes, and is ultimately apprehended. So my questions are, what has to happen so this doesn't happen again? What happened with the handcuff situation? How was he able to use those as a device to choke and kill someone? And is it normal? For this violent of a suspect, and this was a violent dude, for one deputy to be in charge of that. We're not talking about a guy busted for tax evasion in the back seat. You're talking about some of the worst human beings in the planet, and he's right there at the table. Is it normal for one person to be in charge of him? Well, we all know the IMPD and the Sheriff's Department are both... Uh, severely understaffed at this point, desperately looking for people and recruits. So their their recruiting goals are are very underwhelming right now. So if it's a staffing issue, I mean, you've got to find somebody else to go on that run, though. You pull somebody in from sure. a yeah. run somewhere. Again, this was a horrible human being. And listen, I will be completely honest here. I'm very happy that Ryan Mears has hit this guy with the death penalty. I was surprised, but I will tip my hat to the Marion County Prosecutor's Department. They are now hitting Orlando Mitchell with the death penalty, and I just hope that one day this guy meets his maker. These things take sometimes seven to ten years. Years upon years. Some guys are sitting on Indiana death row right now, completely out of appeals, just sitting there hanging out. 